Thanks to Fly Corporate. Direct flights to Brisbane from Tamworth. Book at flycorporate.com.au. Fly Corporate, your regional airline. Yo, yo, check this out. Yeah, check this out. Wake up. Wake up. Wake me up. With JG and Jack for breakfast. 92.9. I just love the good energy that comes from my radio. The way to wake up. Awesome to listen to. Yeah, they're good. Love it. Tamworth. Let's go. Go, go, go. I love Curtis Stone, but in that last ad, he says, do you wonder where your fruit and veg comes from? Well, Curtis, it depends. What what are you talking about? What type? You know, if I buy my oranges, I know it comes from a tree. If I'm buying strawberries, I know that it grows, you know, on the, uh, on a vine that kind of comes out of the ground, you know. What about pineapples? Well, that's what I was about to say. See, pineapples, I forgot. See? Nice to know that you and I thought of pineapples straight away as a confusing fruit. Yeah. But I keep forgetting how it's grown. Is it grown on a tree or is it grown in the ground? So I'm pretty sure it's a ground one, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's, it's grown a little, in the ground. It's like the bulb of it, isn't it? Yeah. It grows up through the dirt and then yeah. you rip it off the root. I believe the you? telltale is the uh, the leafy things at the top of the pineapple is what gets all the moisture and yes, stuff while it's still in the ground. Yeah, down yeah. into the fruit. That's yeah. it. It's getting very David Attenborough-y here. Yep. So, Curtis, so, yes, I'd love to know where my fruit comes from. Uh, it just depends on what it is. A few of them I just have to polish up on my knowledge. So, Curtis, if you could please give us some more information about where certain fruits and veggies come from, yeah. I think it would be very educational for the children to know that. Thank you very much. JG and Jack for breakfast. Thanks to Fly Corporate. Direct flights to Brisbane from Tamworth. Book at flycorporate.com.au. Fly Corporate, your regional airline. 92.9. Earlier on this morning... Uh, uh, Curtis Stone for Coles asked this question. Have you ever wondered where your fruit and veg comes from? Now, I quite often do ask that question, Curtis, but sometimes I get a bit confused as to, you know, what type of fruit and veg mm. and whereabouts it comes from, depending on what it is. And you, you don't really want to tell Curtis that your fruit and veg comes from Woolies. No, no. <laughs> that gets, that's a very awkward discussion, yep. that is. I once invited him around for a dinner party and he found out I'd bought everything from... Uh, not from Coles. Yeah. And he flipped a flipped a table, he was out of there. Didn't even get to the mains. Yeah, he's not too entree, he was out of there. He's not too happy when you spend more than ten dollars at your dinner party as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very true. Gets very annoyed with that. I argued with him, I said there's more than four people here, Curtis, but still wasn't a good enough excuse. Was not happy. Thank you very much, Trudy sending through a photo of her mum's pineapple plant just to educate us this morning that pineapples do and grow on some kind of weird sort of bulb in the ground yeah so and i didn't think we could grow pineapples here in tamworth but it's in grafton i didn't even think grafton you could grow them in i thought you'd have to go sort of over the queensland border but there you go yeah no very left of field thank you very much for trudy for sending that one in wayne sent us a photo of his plant his father's plant in byron bay but we can't really talk about that one no not allowed to JG and Jack for breakfast. Thanks to Fly Corporate. Direct flights to Brisbane from Tamworth. Book at flycorporate.com.au. Fly Corporate, your regional airline. 92.9. Curtis Stone, he asked a question before, courtesy of Coles. Have you ever wondered where your fruit and veg comes from? I I certainly do. It depends, obviously, on the uh, the type of fruit and veg we're talking about, Curtis. And Jack, have have you ever heard of the fruit jackfruit? I have. Named after yourself, of course. You yeah. should have heard of it. I have heard of it. Named um, after yourself, yeah. Get it in Asia, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And they're huge. 
They are like massive. I kid you not. They, I've got a picture of it up here on the screen. But these, they're like the largest fruit in the world. They are like giant. They're like a meter long. They weigh like 48 kilos or something. And whoever it was that, you know, God or whatever, you know, higher being it is that you believed in, I think was very cruel creating that jackfruit. Because if, if it was me, I would have made it a bulb under the ground so it's safe for everyone, you know? If you want the jackfruit, you dig it up. Yeah. But no, whoever that high being was created it on a tree. So it's like a 45-kilo fruit that just hangs there like nine metres in the air and you don't know when it's going to drop. <laughs> yeah. It's I wonder what the death rate is. From jackfruits. From jackfruits mm. falling on you. Just, you know... Ooh. Ooh. That's a great question because everybody loves the fact that more people die from coconuts on the head than sharks. Yes. Surely jackfruits are higher up there. It's got to be. The I'll, world's deadliest fruit. Got to love the competitiveness of Australians, though. I bet an Australian bloke was in Asia one day, saw this huge jackfruit and goes, yeah, look, we've got to do something about this. Come back to a round table meeting and Coffs Harbour say, we'll make a, a big big banana yep. and then you know further up north yeah we'll do a big pineapple to beat them there's a big apple somewhere I wonder yep. if that's how we started doing our big things in reply to the jackfruit well the big jackfruit I don't think is actually a replica <laughs> model I think it is actually a legitimate fruit that you can actually take you take a knife to it and actually get little samples of it and you know eat eat it as you go so because that's how big these fruits are JP and Jack for breakfast. Thanks to Fly Corporate. Direct flights to Brisbane from Tamworth. Book at flycorporate.com.au. Fly Corporate, your regional airline. 92.9. Of course, Jack was away for a majority of last week, so I'm a little bit belated in my celebrations here, but great to have you back, Jack. I want to bring this up because last week in the footy tipping, I did exceptionally well, if I can say so myself. I've been so waiting to glout about this on air, but you haven't been here for me to do so. I think last week I got seven out of eight. Yeah, you did. A Seven out of eight. I messed up one, and that was the Roosters game that pretty much everyone lost. Yep. Now, I know I did ridiculously bad this round, so much so that I didn't even put my tips in, but the last round that I put my tips in, I got seven out of eight. How good is that? Seven out of eight. Full 360, JV. Seven out of eight. The full round before that, I believe you got one right. And Look, that's this, what happens, all this right? This round you got the one wrong. Seven out of eight, and that was an upset from the Roosters. No one picked that. Even, like, the biggest footballing legends on the planet that know everything would have got that one wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's all good. But uh, there needs to be an investigation in this, all yeah, right? I know. Because, right, uh-huh. I went to the effort of putting my tips in, of analysing the teams yeah. and getting seven out of eight... A couple of people here at the station (coughs) didn't even put their tips in at all that week. Can we name drop? Sure. Who were they again? Because I can't remember. That's why I haven't mentioned them. What were the names? Unfortunately, one was Scotty. Scotty didn't put him in, yeah, and I think Gav, our boss. Yeah, the two front runners. Yeah, the The worst thing about (laughs) it. (laughs) The two front runners didn't put their tips in, didn't even give it a crack, didn't even give it a try, didn't even give it a care. Didn't even get a bit of passing thought nor consideration. Yeah, we get and it. And they got the same as me. No, they're one less. One, one less. less. Well, still one less. So for those playing along at home... And they home, didn't even try. Uh, we give, if you don't tip, you get the away teams. And unfortunately that week, um, all of the away teams bar two 
one. I don't reckon you should get anything if you forget you put, put, to put your tips in. Look, it, it hurt. It hurt even more because Scotty is a diehard South Sydney supporter. Yeah, a lot of Newcastle Knights fans in this building, including myself. Mm. Scotty, like always, you know, mm. on his high horse about <laughs> the bunnies. We all know what I'm talking about here. Doesn't put his tips in. Yeah. So unfortunately. Gets the Knights tip correct because yeah. the Knights were the way, yeah. way team. Yeah. It's almost like he knew they were going to lose but couldn't bring himself to tip it. How does it work at your workplace? What's your rules? If you're running an office footy tipping thing and someone forgets to put their tips in, what is it? Because I think we need, to, we need to change the terms and conditions at this workplace one. I'm not happy with this one now. Do a bit of a national rugby league and change the... Uh, Rules halfway through the season. <laughs> Sounds fine by me. I'm cool with that. Well, which one would you like? I think you can go none, like yep. you get zero points, yep. or you get the, uh, the equal to the lowest tipper that week or two points below the lowest tipper. I don't mind that. That's okay. I don't mind the 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 two points or whatever it is. Well, I don't mind that one. Interesting to hear we have some recommendations yeah. for how we can nullify this this mistake we have made, JB. It's ridiculous. It really is. 676 Love to know what the rules are for your office footy tipping just so we can even out the things here because, you know, if I'm getting annoyed about sports, there's a problem, you know. JD and Jack for breakfast. Thanks to Fly Corporate. Direct flights to Brisbane from Tamworth. Book at flycorporate.com.au. Fly Corporate, your regional airline. 92.9. The Spice Girls, they've wrapped up their uh, sold-out three-night run at the Wembley Stadium. And one thing that the uh, Aussie fans might be happy to hear, Jack, is that Emma Bunton, Mel B, Jerry and Mel C... Might be taking the tour down under next year. As the concert came to a close, Mel B let it slip that they have plans for a tour down under, shouting at the end, See you soon in Australia. You know what I mean, Governor? Was this Mel B, though? Yeah, Mel B. So are we thinking yeah. it's the Spice Girls or Mel B's got another contract for one of our <laughs> reality TV shows or something? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, good point. <laughs> Didn't think of that. Wow. What singing See, show hasn't is, been on for a while? What? X Factor, that, that's got to come back. Well, it is. I'm pretty sure. Or Australia's Got Talent. I don't know. One of them, X Factor, Australia's Got Talent. One yeah. of them's coming back this year. But who knows? I didn't even think of that because Mel B was the one that said it. Yeah. So, see, this is why it's great to have you back. See, I wouldn't have thought of that. I would have just gone, great, they're down under... Off we go next Feb. They're going to be here touring, but that's very true. It could be a technicality. Mel B's just out here on holidays. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, you know, March 2020 rolls around and everyone's going, where's the Spice Girls at? Mel B's like, yeah, I'm down here at Byron Bay loving life. You know what I mean? Showing off my new bikini range yeah. for Weight Watchers. Yeah, that's it. You know what I mean? What well, all I said was see you in Australia <laughs> and I'm out here in Feb. You know what I mean? Didn't say the band was coming down with me. Well, you know? the other thing is a lot of people from other countries always perceive that Australians are very far behind. Yeah. So maybe she's saying that because she thinks that we're finally getting colour TV or something. <laughs> she really show off the glitz and glamour. We'll see what happens. I haven't obviously announced any uh, dates or stadiums apart from just saying see you in Australia. So that's it in uh, in Feb next year. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep you up to date with that. They're, they're doing a good job just slowly trickling out this information, aren't they? Yeah, it's they like have. a friends reunion. 
JP and Jack for breakfast. Thanks to Fly Corporate. Direct flights to Brisbane from Tamworth. Book at flycorporate.com.au. Fly Corporate, your regional airline. 92.9. I think after the weekend, I certainly don't do surprises anymore, Jack, okay? My partner's mum turned 50 on the week. Well, actually, it's her birthday today, so happy birthday, Kath. Happy 50th. Big celebrations for your 50th, surely. Oh, you got to. Yeah, you got to get out there and celebrate and hit it when you turn the big 5 So yep. we, we thought we'd do a bit of a surprise party on the weekend. You know, there's months in the making for this. You know, it's going to be at our place. We've decked out the garage. We've put all the 50th balloons out. We've put up all the bunting and everything like that. And the plan was that the, uh, the family and friends... Well, meant to rock up at about midday. They were all meant to get into position in the garage. Then once everyone was in position, we messaged the dad to say, hey, coast is clear, bring her around. So then he would bring Kath around, wander up the driveway, open up the roller door. Surprise! Yeah. Right? That was the plan That's anyway. Plan. That was the plan that had been in since like March. You know, we'd drawn up tactical sheets. Yep. You know, it was like a military position. That was the plan. I'm guessing you guys are using 24-hour time. Of course yep. we were, yeah, which is still 12 o'clock. Yep. So that's the reason why we picked that. It makes it even easier for everyone. Had a bit of a dilemma, though, come Saturday morning when some of the family and friends, very busy, have kids, hard to organise, that kind of stuff. Yeah. 12 o'clock ended up becoming sort of quarter past 12, 20 past 12, 25 past it's, it's 12. It's just not good enough for a surprise 12. party, is it? No. So... Yeah, we get messages from the dad going, look, she's getting antsy. I can't really hold her off any longer. You know, I've come up, I've used every excuse under the sun. It's not happening. And we just went, look, no one else is here yet. We're going to have to risk it. No one's here. Bring her around. Bring her around. Go for it. And we'll just jump out. Me and Case, we'll go, eh, happy 50th. There's meant to be more people here, but whatever. Here's a drink. Yep. Knock yourself out, hey? Couple of balloons in the corner. Happy 50th. So uh, that was the plan. That uh, that was our backup plan. So um, uh, he said, cool, no dramas, bringing Kath around now. We'll be there in 10. Great. Five minutes later, I hear car door slamming out the front of the house. All the other family and friends have rocked up. All at one time. All at one time. They've just convoyed eh, it to yours. Convoy. Yeah. Bang. A whole stack of cars out the front. That's People wh- unloading eskies and kids and balloons. That's and, why they were late. You know, they were organising the convoy. <laughs> I think so. It was like that. There's eight people, four cars out the front, stuff getting unloaded left, right and centre, you know. And I'm like, come on, quick, unload everything. Come on, get inside. Get everything in. Come on, in the garage. Come on. And then I've heard this car hoon around the bend. And it's Kath. Yeah. She's rocked up. Everyone's there. Caught in the Strewn all over the street. Busted red-handed. Yeah. So she's gone out of the car. Oh, what? What are you? What's going on here? Happy 50th. Well, we're meant to all be in the garage, but whatever. We can be out the front of my house and knee-high grass, you know, stuff being unkept and everyone having half-unemptied eskies and half-unemptied kids hanging out of the car, but... Well, you tried your best. Happy 50th. Yeah, so that worked out. That was 
yeah. sensationally worked out. And unfortunately, you can't try it again for a 60th because I think there's some unwritten rule that you don't have surprise parties for people after the age of 64 heart <laughs> conditions. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very good point. Surprise parties are a pain to organise. They really are. You walk a tight line between keeping everyone tight-lipped on it and then orchestrating the perfect execution when push comes to shove. I reckon even, like, military commanders that have arranged wars haven't been able to pull out a surprise 70th for their mothers. I tried throwing a surprise birthday party on the weekend. I just turned out dismally when we were caught in the act where all the family and friends literally rocked up at the house the same time that the birthday girl arrived. So... Uh, it's the thought that counts, right? Hey, Jack, you tried throwing a surprise party once that just went... No, it was mine. Oh, it was yours? All <laughs> yeah. oh, right, okay. My sister yeah. hates surprises. Yeah. You know, she may as well be singing that line by Maroon 5 there, just not oh, big no, 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 Axel Whitehead. <laughs> Axel Whitehead, oh, not, yeah. not Maroon 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's right, technicality. Yeah, that, that, Never been spotted in the same room together. Yeah. Yeah. Back to the, back to the yeah, story, anyway. Joe. Hates her surprises. Yeah. She's been asked to compile the list, uh, invite list for my surprise pa- uh, party. Yeah. And she just bluntly came up to me one day and says, yeah, Mum and Joe want to surprise, uh, throw you a surprise party. I personally could not think of anything worse than you walking in unexpected to all your friends there. Uh, and they've asked me to compile the invite list. So could you do me a huge favour and write who you'd like to come <laughs> and not... She not, outsourced yeah, it. Not tell mum or Joe, who's my brother, <laughs> that I, I've asked you. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> thank and then, you. So then on the day, you had to... I had to pretend to mum that <laughs> I was still surprised. But my friends are hopeless. Sounds like the um, the fam- your family, to be honest. And I remember we were rounding the corner of our <laughs> yeah. house then at the time. Yeah. And we had a bit of a basketball set out up, uh, out the front. Yeah. And, yeah, as we're rounding the corner, you can see everyone seeing the car and trying to sprint inside. And it was like the <laughs> the old-fashioned <laughs> kid swiped off the street type yes. thing. The, the basketball still just <laughs> bouncing, still going bouncing, boom, yeah. boom. I was like, come on, guys. Chatting about surprise parties before and when a surprise doesn't end up being a surprise. And Phil sent us a message. He said it wasn't much of a surprise party, but he ended up having two engagement parties as his friends weren't allowed to the family version. Yeah, that's a thing. I know that one. I had, like, I had five 21sts. <laughs> I had. I had five 21st birthday parties. It was sensational. So I had one here because I actually turned 20, 21 when I was working here last time. So all the gang here at work had a big 21st celebration actually on my birthday. And then the following week I was flying back home to Adelaide for a wedding. So they went, well, while you're back here, we'll have a 21st too. So I had a 21st with my parents. That was number two. And then my friends from Adelaide found out I was back in town. So they threw me a 21st. So I had that. Then my former work colleagues at Woolworths heard I was back in town and I was turning 21, so they threw me one too. And then everyone I used to study with at TAFE heard I was back in town too and invited me out, so I had five. There you go. I was fi- I was over it by the end of that. It was a haze, I tell you that much. Which one hey. was the, the wildest one, the Woolies one? Oh, I th- uh, yeah, actually, to be fair, I think it was. Good yeah. pick. Yeah, yeah, it was that one. Definitely wasn't the family one. Yeah. Definitely wasn't. That, that one, that was, was tame. That was safe. I remember I had that Sim on my 21st. Mum wanted a family thing and then the big one. And I just said, look, just make sure Grandma and Pop are out of there by about 7 o'clock. Yep. And then just come to the main one. Yeah, so that's it. anything after 7 o'clock, I am not accountable for. 
but anything before seven o'clock's fine. You're having parties who you're going out and party with the Woolworths team. They party a hell of a lot harder than the Coles team. That's only because the Coles team keep on asking you this. Have you ever wondered where your fruit and veg comes from? JB and Jack for breakfast. Thanks to Fly Corporate. Direct flights to Brisbane from Tamworth. Book at flycorporate.com.au. Fly Corporate, your regional airline. 92.9. We talk a lot about NRL and state of origin on this show. We don't get AFL coverage much, but an AFL story that has come through this morning that I do need to talk about, Jack, and that is people were saying that the security guards over the weekend at Marvel Stadium in Melbourne were a bit heavy-handed down there at Marvel Stadium. They were booting people out of the stadium left, right and centre for really small misdemeanours. Well, you know, I guess that's what happens when all the security guards are dressed up like Thor and the Hulk and, you know, X-Men and... JB and Jack for breakfast. Thanks to Fly Corporate. Direct flights to Brisbane from Tamworth. Book at flycorporate.com.au. Fly Corporate, your regional airline. 92.9.